morning I want to talk with you about uh, preaching, but particularly beautiful preaching. I suspect that we all would love to hear beautiful preaching, but we might not quite know exactly what that looks like and sounds like. So let me offer some suggestions from things that I've been thinking about for a rather long time. Uh, God is beautiful, and the beauty of God is the way that God's glory shines through all that God does all that God makes. God's glory is summed up perfectly and completely in Jesus Christ and the way that He empties Himself and pours out His love in a selfless way for the sake of the world. We look at that in awe and with wonder. We marvel and we are astonished and delighted that God in His goodness has given Himself to us. Now, we call that story and its message and its power the gospel. And an expression of that power that makes it compelling and attractive, that grabs hold of us and captivates us, is its beauty. And the beauty is intrinsic to the gospel, to the story itself, in what God does and the way God does it in Jesus Christ. So, for preachers, our preaching is beautiful not because we try to make it pretty, or we try to make it attractive. We add things to our sermons to dress them up and decorate them. Uh, a writer named Fred Beekner said that uh, preachers tend to uh, uh, like to hang stories on their sermons the way we hang ornaments on a Christmas tree. Well, the problem with that is that the ornaments are really uh, external to the tree. Uh, but the beauty of preaching, or the beauty of the gospel, the beauty of Jesus Christ is not something that's added on. It is intrinsic to the gospel, the story of Jesus Christ itself. So what's that look like? Well, if we pay attention to Scripture uh, and if we are uh, attentive to what God is doing and we listen carefully to the way that the Word of God becomes flesh in people, in figures, in events and things and in the small stories and the large story, our imaginations are opened up and we're able to perceive that there's something going on here that's much greater and much more. Uh, a good word is that's excess, it's surplus, it just overflows, it's abundant and generous. It's the love of God that is indescribable and incomprehensible that, imagine this, takes on flesh and blood in this man named Jesus Christ. There's something about that that you can't explain. You can't capture it in a theory or even in a doctrine. There's something about that that you can't produce simply by a practical application or a list of things to do. The only way to really get near it and close to it is to simply marvel, to gaze, to take it in, and allow yourself to be caught up in the grandeur of God and God's glory and God's goodness. It's a kind of useless beauty. It's not functional. It's not something you can package and handle to hand to someone else. But when you think about it, those deepest relationships of our lives that are full and most, most 
shaped and characterized by love that gives and receives are just as useless. Our children are useless. <laughs> Our spouses are useless. Why? Because we love them and they love us and that's enough. That's sufficient. That's marvelous. It's wonderful. And we take great delight in the exchange and sharing of that love. There's something beautiful about it that you can actually observe and perceive in the way people live and the way they act and the way they treat each other. There's a kind of style that's graceful and elegant. It's hard to describe, but you know it when you see it, and you also may know when it's missing. Well, that's the beauty of preaching. And, uh, and preaching becomes beautiful not because we try to make it so, but it's because we've been called and turned and directed our attention to something that is other than ourselves, something so much greater, analogous to a great work of art, analogous to a, a, a beautiful uh, uh, scenery, uh, perhaps the breathtaking view of the mountains, or the ocean, something beautiful like the smile on a small child's face or two elderly people sitting around a table sharing a cup of coffee and reminiscing about their lives and the good things that they have experienced. You see, beauty is all around us, but we need the grace of God who opens our imaginations to be able to perceive what God is doing now in our midst that is true and is good. And the forms that truth and goodness take, which are beautiful, and the form that gives form to all else uh, is the beauty of Jesus Christ. He is the image of the invisible God, now made visible. And so it's in this man. Isaiah says there was nothing beautiful or attractive about him. And yet he was wounded for us. And he suffered on our behalf. He, in selfless love, has given himself away on behalf of the whole world. And if we have eyes to see and ears to hear, the eyes and ears of our hearts are enlightened and opened up we're able to just to begin to glimpse something of the beauty of God. We who preach have a wonderful opportunity in the art of preaching to call attention to the beauty of God in Jesus Christ.